Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Ask a Death Doula. I am thrilled about today's podcast. Today, we have David Hulse. David Hulse is a CVSMT, a certified vibrational sound master teacher. He combines his 50 years of experience as a motivational speaker with years of research in metaphysics, science, sound, and spirituality to bring you a unique and empowering experience. At the turn of the century, David's accelerating interest and research into the lost frequency of the ancient Sulfogio served as the spirit-guided catalyst for soma energetics, a technique whereby the Sulfogio tuning forks help facilitate the releasing of energy to flow more easily. David believes that these sacred tones actually serve as a vibrational bridge to holistically reigniting the physical, integrating the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of the individual as well as all of humanity collectively. Welcome, David. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to our time together. Yes. Um, I have taken multiple trainings with you and it has been so life affirming, but on so many levels. So I can't wait to share you with all of our listeners. So the first thing that we really want to cover is what is sound healing? Sound healing is uh, really a return, like you were saying, Mm. to the more indigenous. Mm -hmm. You know, you take the Aborigines of Australia. They were doing this 40,000 years ago with the didgeridoo. They understood the power of vibration and sound in the healing form. So it's Mm -hmm. not new. So it's a misnomer to call it new age, Mm -hmm. because actually it's the restoring of old ancient um, uh, techniques. Uh, And I think people back then were more in tune with nature. I think they understood more how things had a uh, presence of sound. And I think we've lost that through this uh, many uh, years and centuries of uh, uh, industrialism and materialism. So this is a great, exciting thing uh, that is returning back to us at this time. Fantastic. I love that very much because um, as I'm always saying with our doula givers work is that this is just, you know, a rebirth of what has been. We've been dying for thousands of years. There have been amazing techniques and holistic ways to live this world with, like you just said, connection to animals, the planet, each other. And we have completely lost that for the most part. And now it's an exciting moment that it's coming back. So I just want to hone into the vibration for a minute. When I work as the end of life doula giver with people at the end of their lives, never has it been more apparent that we are vibrational beings. So as, and I've been doing this for two decades now and seeing that physical body diminish and seeing that spiritual energy growing and what happens and then everything. So then I went out to study it. Everything is energy and everything is vibrational and there's a higher frequency and obviously lower frequencies and no judgment here, but this tuning technique and this beautiful offering that you're sharing is a wonderful modality for us to become that higher frequency cell. So we're going to get into all of that in a minute, but it gives me chills because it's very exciting. So we know that sound healing has been around forever. 
Um, and that again, with physics, everything is energy. So can I just get you to share how it works in a nutshell or, or something that people can really understand? Right. Well, uh, growing up, I had a really interesting relationship with music mm. and not just popular music, but some indigenous type music. Mm -hmm. uh, I would go over to the African-American church and they were kind of singing on notes that we didn't at the at our church. And I just begin to realize that there's levels of vibration within vibration. And mm -hmm. that was very early. So I think that's because that's part of what I was going to do mm -hmm. uh, in the future was work with sound and vibration. Now, as you know, my background for many, many years was in a theological uh, sense of learning uh, theologies and whatever. So in my understanding of this idea of vibration, uh, of course, I was told it's not in the Bible, for instance. Right. Well, I started looking up. I found this interesting. Uh, and God moved across the face of the deep in Genesis. God moved across the face of the deep. And that caught my attention. I thought, what does that mean? God moved across the face of the deep. So I began to look into this word moved. And I found a, a, an older concordance that said God fluttered across the face of the deep. And I thought that's interesting, but an interesting picture to think of something fluttering like wings of a bird yeah. fluttering. Yeah. And then I finally found an older one that said, and God vibrated across the face of the deep. Yeah, and yeah. I thought, you know, vibration must be in the original formula for creating things and manifesting things. Right. So that's kind of the seed that was early planted in me that prepared me for, you know, uh, over 20 some years ago when I began to really realize that there was a return back into vibration. Yeah. I want to say the solfeggio uh, frequencies are very ancient. We don't know how far they go back. We mm -hmm. really don't. Mm -hmm. Some say to Atlantis, we know Egypt uh, had certain frequencies. We know that the early, early church before it was organized uh, used these frequencies and was mm -hmm. causing tremendous healings and manifestations in the mm -hmm. early, early years before it became so organized and changed. And of course, we changed the tuning uh, method here in the West from a 440 to a, uh, to a 444 to a 440. And that changed everything too. So this really, as, as we started out this conversation, this is a return back to restoring us back into things that really has gotten us out of tune. Yeah, I don't know anybody I've not met in the years I've done this that does not say to me, you know, there are just some days I don't feel that things are in tune. Yep. And, and because of magnetic fields and things like that, and I think it's because we're missing frequencies yeah. that need to be restored back to us. And the solfeggio to me is one of those uh, groups of frequencies that is being restored at this time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so exciting that there's so many things being uh, rebirthed, but also with more knowledge that we have now. So we can really accelerate, you know, the education and the, the learning and the tools. Uh, how did it get lost? In your opinion, with no judgment, how did we lose touch with the foundation of sound healing throughout the, the time of our humanity? I'm sorry, I didn't get the question. How did we actually lose touch with this oh, like modality? Well, if, if you can pinpoint something with no judgment, just it's so yeah, fascinating, yeah. the journey. I think it's just one of those things through time mm -hmm. that I think the more we went outside of ourselves, mm 
And the more we begin to become m more material thinking, mm -hmm. and we lost the fact that we are energy, mm -hmm. uh, that I think we kind of just lost it. Uh, although not everybody. Now you have uh, people in the East, in the yeah. Hindu and Buddhist that actually didn't do that and mm -hmm. stayed within meditating and whatever. And mm -hmm. those are the ones that kind of kept alive this idea of the importance of bells and sounds and wheels, you know, all of those things the Buddhists mm -hmm. do and uh, also the Hindu people. So I wasn't completely lost, but it wasn't the West, no doubt about it. We just became more uh, central as body beings, you know, rather than spiritual or right. whatever. So that's what's been lost that I think is returning back uh, to us. Oh, it definitely is. And it's an exciting moment for that. So for me and my work, the identification that we really are human beings. So there's that human ego, mental programmed part of us that, again, I feel like that's the removal of a lot of these other modalities. And then the spiritual soul wisdom being part of us. And yes. there is an awakening to that, as we know, and it's so exciting to bring that back. But for us to understand really that there's those two parts that make up this journey for us, and that we have the ability again to learn things like this, to become whole, to tap into the higher frequency and wisdom that can guide us and direct us on a journey that can seem very challenging as our world is right now so That's when true. you when you share that this can help heal humanity i absolutely agree with that so may you expand on the fact that we are all energy but we are individually have our energy but then there's a collective that we're part of as well and where we vibrate is where we're going to have that momentum yeah hmm. um I really like what you're saying. I think that's important, uh, what you just shared. Uh, but I, I think that this, uh, what we call this new birth, this new beginning has brought us back to a time that we need to retune mm -hmm. ourselves. And that's why things like tuning forks. Now there's a lot of things out there that can be used for sound, bells, bowls, whatever. And I think they're all wonderful, but there's nothing like a raw vibration of a tuning fork. And the reason is you don't have to plug it into the grid. It doesn't have to be computerized and it doesn't have attached to it a melody. See, a lot of songs have a melody and mm -hmm. melodies put you in an emotional body. Mm -hmm. And when that puts that in your emotional body, you start feeling emotions. Like maybe you're breaking up with somebody or just falling in love with somebody or somebody, you'll associate it. But a tuning fork takes you nowhere. It just keeps you in the vibration. Nice. And that's a very important thing. Uh, about tuning forks that, that I really love. They, they, they're very primitive tools, yeah. but they're very uh, important tools yes. uh, at, at this time. So yeah. uh, we in uh, we Soma Energetics, I want to say this to you. We don't really call ourselves healers per se, as you know. Mm -hmm. Now we use the term spiritual healer mm -hmm. because of uh, the laws of the land. Mm -hmm. uh, we can't say we're healers if we're not medical or make claims mm -hmm. but if we say we're spiritual healers they take that as that we are we are uh, channels for the divine to move through and heal us so one of the things that we love is a robert frost saying that says we're not just uh, teachers but we're awakeners 
-hmm. So I think that the tuning forks and these vibrations are to help people to move out of that slumber, that yes. sleep of illusion that we have fallen into mm. and begin to awaken. Because I think there's nothing that we don't have, we already have, but we've forgotten it. That's right. So every time I tap two tuning forks together and create that charge uh, yep. of the electrical system, I'm releasing a memory that has been forgotten that expands a person's consciousness. I agree. Okay, so I want to share what my patients have shared with me because at the end of life, everything, all the energy bubbles to the top. And that's the place where forgiveness and, and pain and trauma that we have stored and not dealt with that's stuck comes out. And I have had so many of my patients who've said things like, I know why I got sick. I know why I got cancer. And I've had people say that getting cancer or getting a terminal diagnosis was the best thing that happened to me because of their, their birthing of that connecting with the inside. But I want to talk about the getting ill for a minute. When people say, I know why, and they get this spiritual awareness, this is very important because, and then I want you to please share about how the tuning forks work, because as you have talked about, and as I agree, a thought has energy and a thought then is the first sign of something being created. And once it's in the body, once it's already there, it has been out in the energy field for quite some time um, or maybe not manifesting in that tumor or something in the body until very late in the process. So I think that again, tuning forks and helping to, and I love that you share that it goes, the tuning forks just go right into the tune. It's not taking you right. to the emotion. It's not taking you to the past. It's we're getting right there. So right, would you right. be kind enough to share with us how those work in relation to what I just shared as well? Sure. Uh, these forks that are in front of me here are called our energy tuners. These are body, but these are energy tuners. Mm -hmm. And these you would not feel right on the physical body because mm -hmm. they're made to work in the energy body that mm -hmm. is just before the physical body. So everybody thinks matter before energy. So we think the body has an aura. We teach the aura has yes. becomes a body. Yes. So everything is coming in before it goes out. Yeah. So it's coming in from the higher energy bodies mm -hmm. uh, where we are more pure, more whole. Mm -hmm. And it comes in and finally, when it gets down into our thoughts, motions, feelings, mm -hmm. it coalesces into a blueprint that's yep. called the etheric blueprint, mm -hmm. which is about two to four inches before the body. Now, cells, when they replicate, they read that mm -hmm. blueprint. Yep. So everybody's out here trying to fix effect without mm -hmm. changing the cause. And right. that's why people come to you and say, I know yep. that I had something to do with this illness or this sickness, because there's a difference in your belief system and your knowing system. Mm -hmm. Even yep. though they don't understand or believe what they're saying, they know that something's been going on for a while in mm -hmm. their etheric blueprint mm -hmm. that is a cause for what's going to become disease. Right. Now, what's exciting that we know is that most of these mispatternings of disease and illness is in the etheric body six to 12 months before they become physical. And wow. this is the hardest thing about this work and working with energy bodies mm -hmm. is getting people to do work before things show up and be preventive. Right. You know, I, I remember having cars where we had to get them tuned. I don't think we do that now because our computerized. But I remember 
making sure my car was tuned. Mm -hmm. I remember my folks making sure the guy come out with a little tuning fork and tune the piano every yep. year or two. Yep. Now we didn't wait until the piano totally broke and the strings broke. We waited because we didn't want it to get there. Right. Right. And we get our car tuned because we didn't want our car to break down. That's but right. when it comes to our physical bodies in the West, we wait until we get the diagnosis and then we start getting uh, serious about it. So we're trying at Soma Energetics to train people to do mm -hmm. preventive work and try to change that misperception, uh, that misemotion, something that's going on, uh, whether it's in the life stream of past lives or whatever you believe you're the sum total of your story, uh, we can change that story and have a different outcome out here in, in the outer realm. Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, my hope is to help people understand again the practice of taking care of yourself daily on the on the regular so that you are tuning at a higher frequency and that even with that you just feel a more connected flow so you know preventing medicine uh illness from down the road for sure which we all you know are part of this journey but also what about just feeling better and more connected and heart opened and what a beautiful way to live daily. So that is my my hope to share that as well. So Absolutely. may you just share again the different bodies of energy and how it works before it gets to that? Because I want people to really hear that before it gets to the physical level. If you could just share those levels so people know what sure. we can do here with these tuning forms. Well, my understanding is that we know we have the seven major chakras. We have more than that, but we have the seven major energy centers. The first one being the crown, right? Mm -hmm. So the crown spins off and makes a subtle body called the catheric body. Mm -hmm. And that, of course, coming out of the crown is the most pure of the blueprint mm -hmm. of our created whole self. Mm -hmm. So in a way, we can say we're already whole. That's right. Yeah, we're already whole, but we have forgotten that in the misperception of ourselves as less than. Right. So we have to look at the catheric. The catheric becomes a causal body. The causal becomes an astral body. Mental, emotional, all of those are interpreting the catheric wholeness. And if we have issues like, um, oh, we were not good enough, we were not beautiful enough, that's kind of stuck in the solar plex area, mm -hmm. or we're not smart enough, or we're not this enough, mm -hmm. we start thinking of ourselves as less than what we were created to be, right? Mm -hmm. So we get a false self. Many of us call that the pseudo self or the ego self. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not the self that was created. So time, all of that gets down and coalesce into the blueprint of mm -hmm. unfinished old emotions, karmic patterns, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. It then is distorted in the blueprint. So the time it interprets itself, it's lesser. Mm -hmm. So that's what the cells are reading is a lesser blueprint than the created blueprint. So our Agreed. place is to go in there with tuning forks and vibration and intention and all the wonderful things of higher self and go in there and start helping that person release some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not that we go in and do it. We assist them to do it. Right. So if a client comes to us that's supposed to be with us, they're ready at an unconscious or subconscious level. They're ready to get rid of some of their uh, energy baggage. Yep. Or they wouldn't be coming to us. Yep. So we create these portals, these vibrational pathways of tapping, say, two forks, and the two forks creates a pathway. So that means things can get through. Yeah. It's like, it's like uh, something on the highway 
has been shut down toward a wreck and your GPS says, but, but we, we can go this way. So you can always go around all these things and, 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 and release these blockages. And the more we release those blockages, the more pure the original blueprint stays until it gets down to the etheric. And when that happens, our cells have an upgrade. Yeah. And the cells that make up, you know, every six weeks we get a new kidney. Yeah. So people, people, uh, a liver, I'm sorry, it's a, it's a liver. Every six weeks we get a new liver. And people say to me, well, if I had uh, a cancer of the liver, then in six weeks I wouldn't have it anymore. I said, no, because you didn't change the blueprint. Right. The same cells that made up the liver that has the, the cancer yes. or the disease in it, it is coming from the blueprint. So that's you've right. got to go in and change the blueprint. And that's what Soma Energetics is mostly about. How can we assist people to heal themselves that's right. by creating these vibrational pathways? So, and, um, yeah. so anyway, that's kind of what that's about, I guess. I love that very much because, you know, a, a while back you had said you already have the knowledge inside you. You already have the wisdom, but we've got, we've, again, kind of removed it from our awareness consciousness and we're just getting back in touch with it. I want to talk about spontaneous recovery and remission for my patients. I've studied that and where people have had, you know, stage four cancer with lots of tumors, if they had spontaneous remissions, one of the factors, one of the main factors was a change in perception with forgiveness, with forgiving things that they were holding on. That was one of the dominant threads. And I understand, and that's an energetic thing. So this is documented in Harvard and major medical centers. So there's a lot of scientific uh, research to validate this. But again, I just wanted to, to share that. Now, I just want to ask you why David is now an exciting, accelerated time for this shift and change that people can take part in. Right. Well, we are in a definite, uh, more. it's more than a shift. Mm -hmm. It's an evolutionary leap. Yeah, there you go. And this is where I disagree with a lot of so-called healers out there who feel that their function is to go and fix yeah. the 3D yeah. that we're in, the yeah. one that we're in. Yeah. We don't have to do that. What we need is to raise the vibration so mm -hmm. that we can enter the next level of what right. it means to be a human being. Yeah. And that's my teaching. It's called a new creation. It's called the new earth. It's been called many different things, but it's what's breaking through. Yes. That's causing what's breaking down. Yeah. And I was asked 22 years ago, do you want to try to fix what's breaking down or work with what's breaking through? And I had no idea at that time what that meant, but I learned that I chose before I came to work with what's breaking through. Yeah. So what's breaking through I call is higher fifth dimensional energy is breaking into the patterns of three dimensional models. Now that includes finance, education, religion, mm -hmm. science, and anything you can name that is an organized system today is feeling breakdown because of breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah. So we are using these forks to assist the breakthrough to come in. But the thing that I teach is if things are breaking through and things are breaking down, the first sign of transformation is chaos. Yeah. Yeah. There has to be the breakdown of old models, old patterns, and there has to be complete chaos just as there is right now. And this tells me on a spiritual level, transformation has begun. Yeah. And this transformation 
uh, is wonderfully understood by the story of the caterpillar becoming the butterfly. I know everybody's heard that, but it's such a great one to realize that the caterpillar doesn't go through all that that it goes through to become an enlightened caterpillar. That's right. It goes through that to break down into chaos at the molecular level so it can read a different blueprint and reemerge itself as the species of the butterfly. Yes. So we are moving from the, you mentioned a while ago, the human. Mm-hmm. Think about the word hue, man. Hue, when I was in school, learned I learned to hue colors by adding water and make it paler and paler and paler and paler. So we're a down, we're a, uh, a hue down version of what was created. And so vibration puts the color back in us and brings our vibration back up to exactly who and what we were created uh, to be. Oh, so beautifully said. Um, And I think one of the things, again, that's exciting is that when you see things in disarray, just like you said, that means that there is something breaking through on the other side. And I think the most important thing is to help people with individual tools and collectively to stay grounded and centered within the chaos and 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 what's happening. And also to tune in to hear what direction and guidance you're to go in. And I, and, I, and I know these forks and tuning all help with that because they're so grounding and I love doing them myself that I feel at peace when I find my center, no matter what the outside circumstances. And I really, again, put my trust and faith in, and I know that there is an evolution taking place and this is part of the process. So exactly. I, I think it's just so beautiful and fantastic. Yeah. On a spiritual level, we live in a great, you know, the, the saying is we live in the best and we live in the worst of times. Mm-hmm. We truly do. Yeah. The best on a spiritual level of the bigger picture and the worst in the smaller picture breakdown. But if we can, uh, you know, I feel such a call for the light workers to step up and begin to work with this light, this photon light data that's breaking in from fifth dimension that's going to make it clear who we are. Because I think people are searching right now. Yes, I think people, uh, the reason they're not jobs and things, I think people are searching. There's something else for me to do that I need to do because these old contracts and codes are going off in people for why they're really here. Yeah, Because we've spent all this time kind of mandering around trying to figure out what it is, but it's time to get clear. Yes. It's just time to get clear and we can help people uh, to do that. Yes, they, you definitely can. Because again, you can hear your inner guidance system, the more, the higher you vibrate and the frequency and your forks are wonderful at helping to do that. So can you share with our listeners how they can get in touch with you and get more information about your forks and what you do? Absolutely. We have quite a uh, website, so you take your time, but there's a lot of information on there. And I would encourage you to, uh, to get on there and, uh, and educate yourself on uh, this whole new dimension that you can enter into with the Sofagio tuning forks. And you can do that at Soma Energetic.com. Somaenergetics.com. And that's Soma, which is Greek for body, energetics, because I included the body as an energy system mm-hmm. uh, this time. I want to say something to you real quickly that you might be interested in, but I have worked a lot in the past with people who were uh, passing on and going through to the next level of their transition. And when I first got these forks, I they would ask me to come over and just kind of, I didn't know what to do with them. This is years ago, but I would just use them. And that person would just have the most easy passing away into mm-hmm. the next level 
and mm -hmm. iNews because I think the Tuning Forks was creating these portals for yep. them to make their transition easier. So I just wanted to say that to you. Yeah. That this possibly could be something I know in the passion that you have that could be of great help uh, to those in hospice and other places. Absolutely. And like I said, when I'm at the bedside with people and I we get to that place that there's one part in the journey where they have one foot in this world and one foot in another, you can feel this higher frequency. People share. It's so beautiful before they actually have their end of life and to bring in tuning forks to be able to facilitate raising the frequency for us individually today. And then also for those in any modality that need that kind of support. I mean, right, it's such right. a wonderful tool, David. I'm so excited. Uh if, if anybody's out there and you just get confused because there's a lot of tuning forks, always look at the ohm tuner. The ohm tuner is such a all-purpose tuning fork. It's something you can just use. I use it every day on my thyroid and thymus. I use it on my sinuses. It's mm -hmm. great for meditation and settling down the nervous system. It's a grounding tool, mm -hmm. and it truly is a wonderful uh, tuning fork. So I thought I'd just mention one thing yeah. that would be a simple way to to start. But anyway, be sure and check us out. Uh, I've so enjoyed talking to you today. Yes. Anything else that you want to? No, I just want to let people know that I'll have all your information down below as well for your websites. And I'll probably be following up with a little bit about my personal experience in doing Good. the forks and showing Good. people. Please do. And I just want to thank you for what you've done for the world and what you've brought in and what you continue to do. It's really wonderful. And we need everyone to step forward, like you said, and create uh, that light and that new perspective. So David Hall, thank, thank you so very much. Soma Energetic. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, everyone, this was Ask a Death Doula, and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks, everybody.